Welcome back to First Horizon Park here in downtown Nashville. Jeff M back with you. Sounds on deck presented by Pepsi of tonight game four for the Sounds and the Durham Bulls. And we're joined by our pal Charlie Green, now a Middle Tennessee resident and assistant in player development for the Milwaukee Brewers, former catching coordinator and fielding coordinator. Charlie, it's always good to catch up. And first of all, how many jobs are you doing tonight? I understand Ned Yost the fourth is a little bit under the weather, so Liu Rodriguez will coach third. You're going to be at first. You're usually sort of a bench coach when you're in town. What do you got going on tonight? Yeah, no, they got me at first. Hopefully, I'm hoping I don't get anyone picked off tonight. <laughs> Well, you've been around the minor leagues long enough to know that for a long time, the first base coach at the various affiliates was just an extra player, maybe a pitcher off that night. We've seen the last couple of years the Brewers with a focus on that being a spot and that mattering. What kind of a difference can that make in a game? Well, it used to be punishment for players. They hated to <laughs> it, so they played Rochambeau to see who coached first. But uh, I know we've put an emphasis on the big leagues and on through down, especially with the new rules. I yes. think it's very important. The stolen bases are up throughout the game, so I think it's important to have a coach down there. You know, so uh, you know, I'm trying to do my homework right now. With the various new rules, whether it's clocks or the ABS or the shift restrictions, as time goes on, because we've talked about this with you as they were first implemented, what are you seeing that has confirmed your opinion or changed your opinion or come up that you hadn't considered? What, what do you think about some of these things now relative to when they first started? Well, defense is, is more important because you can't shift as much. And then uh, stolen bases attempts are up. I know this team leads the league in caught ceiling percentage, so I know these guys have done a good job, but I, I think good throwing catchers are more valuable now because there are more attempts and there's more, more chances you get to keep guys from getting in scoring position. Well, I know the old catching coordinator in you would be proud of this group with Brian Navarretto and Peyton Henry, and I know he's on the other side now, but Alex Jackson, that trio, you mentioned that they've been as good as anybody in throwing guys out. How proud are you of that? Yeah, you know, it's rare to have three good guys at one level, and we were lucky here. I know last year we were scrambling for catchers, and this year we've had too many catchers. So, uh, you know, uh, I think we traded from uh, – a strong area of ours so uh, so you know we wish Alex best he, he hit a, he had a great year here you know all around and and the other two guys are gonna get a chance to play more now let's start from the top down this is early August the Brewers are in first place and it's not just a few recent sounds it's over half the roster has been with the sounds at some point this year what do you make of all the young talent and, and guys aren't just helping that team tread water, they're helping them win a division potentially. Yeah, we joke with some of the coaches up there. It was a split squad going to Goodyear, <laughs> a couple wins, you know. They've had, you know, I think uh, uh, five rookies, four or five rookies in the lineup, all ex-sounds here within a year. So, uh, you know, it's good to see those guys go up and contribute to a winning team. It's not just contributing, but they're contributing to a first place team. Well, we already knew last year around this time that Bryce Terang was special. And it was right around this time last year, You, we saw you in Norfolk when Mitchell came up, Weimer came up, and Freely came up. And you had this smile like, just watch, guys, just watch. How special have those guys turned out to be early in their big league career? Yeah, G. Mitch got hurt, unfortunately. He was off to a great start. Freelich has had a heck of a start. And Weimer's played better defense, I think, than anyone. So, you know, he didn't play much center field because we had the other guys. But he's really been a showstopper out there. I know the people in Milwaukee love him he still plays he still plays with his hair on fire every night eventful trade deadline for the Brewers with where they're at in the standings and 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 who they acquired and and some of the sounds getting traded you've been around the team for a few days and you've been in the game long enough to know that post trade deadline at AAA can be unique some some relief some disappointment some frustration how would you describe 
this Sounds team right now with the trade deadline in the rearview mirror? Well, the deadline's always an uneasy feeling everywhere. You know, I, I know our teams have been heavily scouted throughout the system. So uh, we were planning on losing some guys. And then when we didn't really lose any of the, you know, like uh, the younger guys, I, I knew we'd lose some guys. But, uh, you know, it's, it's always good for let the smoke settle. And now I think you'll see some roster shifting going around here. So you might see some young kids up here. So I think it's always an exciting to get young guys a month at a new level. You know, it's funny with how quickly guys move in the game. There was a time several years ago, the draft would happen. And if you're covering a AAA team like I am, you're thinking, all right, maybe three, four years, we'll see some of these guys. Well, Freelich was a 21 draft pick and he got to the sounds at the end of last year. So it, it matters more now from a sounds fan perspective about the draft. What do you make of the group that the Brewers just picked up a few weeks ago? It was mostly pitching, which I know, uh, that when that when they went into that very intentionally to do that, but but the position players we picked up, we picked up two good college infielders, real good. One's already in Wisconsin and one's probably on his way. And we got three good high school infielders, which is super rare to get high school blood in your system. We haven't had Terang might have been the last high pick high school high school player, and that was years ago. So very good looking, a very good first impression. Those guys were off to great starts in Arizona already. You've seen a lot of waves of Brewers talent over the years. Would you put what's been compiled in the last 12 to 18 months up there with anything you've seen? And what's coming, yeah. I would say what's coming, what's already there and what's coming. I think the industry has finally caught up to what we already knew with some of the young kids in AA and even lower than that. We've got some guys who've come on the map, but we always seem to be uh, you know, undervalued around here in Milwaukee. So no guys show up and then all of a sudden guys show up on these top 100 lists. So I think we're proud of the job we do, but I think you got some good guys coming here soon. Appreciate it as always. Good luck tonight. Thank you. All right, Charlie Green, Assistant Director, Player Development for the Parent Club Brewers. This has been Sounds on Deck presented by Pepsi. Stay tuned. The lineups and first pitch are coming up next.